0: Hey, all you nostalgic weekend dads.
1: Welcome to 9021. Here we go. The podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW.
0: One of us is a 9021 expert. The other is a 9021 novice, and we're both so tired. It I'm cannot tired. be
1: overstated how tired we both are. I'm
0: tired. Kendra's <laughs> tired and full of biscuits. It's just, is a lot tonight. It's a
1: lot. But it's you know, I've tonight. got this extra sweet tea here that I'm drinking. That'll do it. So yeah. perhaps that, that'll perk me back up.
0: It's got some kicks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I forgot where we even just were. You're Kendra. You're Kendra I'm Kendra Mickles. And I'm uh, seeing these episodes for the first time.
0: Nick Gunning, I've seen them all.
1: Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, '90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season Six Episode Seventeen: Fade In, Fade Out.
1: Which is a title that makes sense.
0: I think so. I okay. think so. Kelly's dad fades in, and then he fades out. Oh. <laughs> You know,
1: yeah, that's true. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, and professional ethics. The week need not apply. This episode originally aired on January 10th, 1996. We're in a new year. Yeah, new year, new us. Hooray! <laughs> January 15th, Dove Cameron of the Descendants film series was born
0: haven't seen any of those i
1: feel like i just saw her in something else yeah she's around Oh, she was in schmigadoon
0: oh oh okay yeah Yeah. i saw schmigadoon which i didn't finish (laughs) oh my gosh i sat at the halfway point of schmigadoon for like six months and was finally like i gotta push through
1: oh see we were at the halfway point we were like nah
0: (laughs) i know i know
1: let's not say we did
0: i know i just felt like i had to yeah thumbs down (laughs) Is my Agreed. bold take, I but I have, anyway. seen,
1: I have seen I've seen parts of Descendants because uh, I was a teacher and I that's, showed it.
0: Right, kids, that's so. like the kids of Disney villains like Correct. going to high school and singing songs and crap. Correct. So okay.
1: Dove Dove Cameron is Maleficent's <laughs> daughter. Okay. So
0: never seen. I haven't seen those either. I haven't seen Maleficent one or two. I haven't either. Saving Beauty. I haven't either. Not Maleficent
1: movies january 12th dunston checks in with jason mm. alexander and faye dunaway
0: mm-hmm. haven't seen it haven't i'm surprised it.
1: you haven't seen it for some reason i don't know why that surprises me but yeah these animal
0: mayhem movies there was the one with matt leblanc where it was like a baseball playing chimpanzee and there was um there was the one where the the kid finds a little monkey and teaches it to steal there's all there's all sorts of these all yeah. coming out all at one time yeah but no i never <laughs> saw it
1: january 11th the commish starring michael chiklis ends it's five (laughs) season run
0: this always makes me think of the office because there's this there's a scene in the office where somebody is like you get you got to be like michael chiklis referencing the shield and (laughs) michael michael is like right the commish yeah (laughs) I think it's such a great yeah. That's exactly what
1: I think of, too, because I've never seen The command. Speaking of
0: Steve Carell, I just watched the first two episodes of that Steve Carell, Tom Huffley show. Good, right? I did,
1: too. It is so good. And it's only 30 minutes. Each episode is only 30 minutes. And I was like, a drama that's 30 minutes? Yeah. Crazy. You could say
0: those episodes fade in and fade out. Yeah, you you
1: could. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I watched them both today. And excellent. I'm I'm ready for
0: more. Ready I for more? Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it's called. The Patient?
1: It's called The Patient. Okay. Yep.
0: There it is. It's an FX show, everybody. And we recommend the first two episodes.
1: Domnell Gleason just yeah. doesn't age, I guess. He still True. looks like he did I, in I don't, About Time or whatever. I that movie don't was.
0: like whoever is managing his career, hats off because he's like serial killer. He's, he's, you know, Star Wars. He's Peter Rabbit. I don't know. He's in every movie.
1: He is all over the place. Crazy.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. God bless he's, his management.
1: He's that guy. I guess. Hey, uh I would have turned five years old on January oh, 7th.
0: Milestone, yeah. Kindergarten.
1: The big five. Kindergarten yeah. time
0: for you, just as I'm going into seventh grade.
1: <laughs> Here are the bestsellers of January 1996. Okay. Shockwave by Clive Cussler. <sighs>
0: I've only read one Clive Cussler. Uh, my friend Steve and I, for mandorian Life, we did an episode of House Things talking all about Clive Cussler. I've only read one, but Steve is like a custler expert. He's read them all, so uh, I was kind of. I a haven't read one either. Situation here. Yeah, Nick,
1: I thought I had read uh, Robert B. Parker at during like book club or something, but I guess hmm. I haven't. I I uh, look back through my Goodreads, couldn't and find And you never one. have,
0: huh? Well, we did. I mean, we did back in the olden days. We did the Judas Goat for a book club here. We did all our yesterdays. It might have, and by here, I mean my day job at the David A. Howell Public Library. Uh, So yeah, I guess you didn't. I recommend it. They're great. I love those Jesse Stone books, particularly.
1: All right. Well, Robert B. Parker isn't on this list, but uh, The Lost World by Michael Crichton is on the list. The Web by Jonathan Kellerman.
0: Now, we did read a Jonathan Kellerman together, and they are intense.
1: Which one
0: did we read? I don't remember, but it was. uh, He writes like gruesome serial killer kind of stories. Hmm. You think
1: I'd remember? I don't remember though.
0: I would. Hmm. I would think that.
1: Uh, Hide and Seek by James Patterson. Of course. Is that the one? Is that the same as the movie Hide and Seek with uh, Robert De Niro? Who's in that? I
0: don't actually know. Oh, with like, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think those are separate.
1: I was just thinking about that movie.
0: That's and the one, like, oh, I actually... Right, isn't that that one?
1: <laughs> I think so, yeah. Dakota, I remember Dakota liking Fanning it, actually. actually I yeah. Erky, I huh,
0: yeah. okay.
1: And Intensity by Dean Koontz.
0: Not a Dean Koontz fan.
1: That's just like just... the five that you always see on the I know. New York well, Times. Well, it's
0: the 90s. What are you going to do? <laughs> but I've read Odd Thomas, and I've read Frankenstein by Dean Koontz.
1: I read Frankenstein don't with like you it. for a don't book Don't like it. I... Don't
0: get it. I, I didn't don't... like it either. I don't know. I didn't like it either. Sorry.
1: I've only read one Michael Crichton. Actually, Well, no, I think I've only read one, which is weird considering my husband. No, it was the Terminal Man.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it was a random one. I do need to read. I do need to read Jurassic Park, but
0: I this is I sort of preferred the Lost World. I think I'm in the minority Hmm. there, but I just liked the vibe of the Lost World. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yep.
1: Well, we could talk about books forever, but Nick, oh. take us beyond the zip code. I don't
0: I keep I have a fun beyond the zip code that I've been sitting on for multiple episodes now because we have to keep like breaking in with sad news.
1: I know. Kendra,
0: this is sad news again. I hope you save some of those biscuits because this is uh this is a sad story. Joe Itata had a legendary career in television dating back to 1960 with episodes of Peter Gunn, Lost in Space, Batman, Mission Impossible. Every classic show from that era, Joey Tata popped up on, Rockford Files, everything. Uh, He appeared as Nat Besecchio in 241 episodes across the franchise. Yeah. His final credit was as Principal Frost in the 2014 episode of Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling's sitcom, Mystery Girls. And Joey Tata, unfortunately, passed away on August 24th, 2022 at the age of 85.
1: Ugh, my husband sent me yeah. this news and I was so sad.
0: Yeah. It's so this kind sad. Of a, this is kind of a nat heavy and like nat happy episode. It is. So it was kind of nice. I know. Timing wise.
1: I know. I was like, oh, it's a nat episode. We haven't had a nat episode I in know. a long yeah. time. So. Yeah, this
0: is, we're like setting up a plot line here. Pretty cool. But gosh, I mean, it was just, I feel like a couple of weeks back, it was Jessica Klein, Denise Dowes, uh, now Joey Tata. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. What? Looking at the posts from like Ian Ziering, and yeah. ev- Everyone's been posting, and they're all like, "This has been yeah so hard to yeah. keep having to like say goodbye to people so quickly." Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, just back
0: to back like that. Wow.
1: Ugh. So sad. All right. Well, <laughs> once yeah. again, here we go. Just have to keep
0: going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So here's our synopsis for Fade In, Fade Out. Kelly's dad rolls into town with the promise of putting down some permanent roots. Jackie cautions Kelly not to get her hopes up, but Kelly can't just she just can't help it. Mm -mm. It'll be fine. Yeah, sure. Meanwhile, Jonathan continues his pursuit of Susan. and Brandon turns to Valerie for advice. Finally, Steve throws a Roger Corman film festival, and Nat is reunited with an old flame from his days in the pictures.
0: Yo, you gotta say that. You gotta say that differently. The pictures. There you go. His days <laughs> like, in the pictures. His days in the it, pictures. You're
1: yeah. gonna be a star.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All
1: right, and that's not even to mention the whole Colin part of. Oh, yeah, that's true. Plot. Yeah, yeah. So, Colin, yeah. Colin
0: doubles down. Yeah, Colin doubles down for sure. sure for does. sure. Yep. All right,
1: Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills?
0: Today's episode was a teleplay by Meredith Stein from a story by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. It was directed by Jason Priestley. Very straightforward mm-hmm. episode again here by Jason Priestley. Not bringing the wackiness this time. Returning players include Carl T. Evans as Jonathan Caston. Boy, boy. <laughs> Woo, Angela, be back as Jackie Taylor. I feel like it's been a minute. It has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Allen Gullick is there as Willie. He's not credited in, in the episode or on wow. IMDb.
1: Blink and you miss him. Yeah, and I did. He's definitely
0: there. And at one point, Nat is like, oh, hey, Willie. So counting it. Counting Counted. it. As a Willie appearance. Uh, this is the final appearance of Elaine Joyce as Candace. So Candace was the Walsh's realtor when they were looking to sell the house. Oh. And she pops back up here again as old Bill Taylor's uh, realtor. So I thought that was kind of a nice bit of continuity you know it's like oh we already have a realtor on staff call up candace (laughs) yeah uh you recall from the earlier days that she had she had kind of a legendary hollywood career uh going back way far lots of hollywood musicals and things at our time of recording this is her last credit in anything so swan song for candace and uh for elaine joyce here uh at at this date new recurring players we have a new recurring player here kendra julie Parrish as joan diamond great name joan diamond
1: that is a great name.
0: Uh, <laughs> early credits like the many loves of dobie gillis the show is fun i love that book such a funny book book and play she was also in Gunsmoke, but she's best known for playing betty anders in over 500 episodes of return to peyton place she sadly passed away young in 2003 oh we have john riley here as bill taylor john riley Also passed away in 2021. We talked about it on the podcast, but it was right before, you know, we hadn't, you hadn't, you didn't know who he was yet. So uh, we have already discussed this, but he is here as Bill Taylor. This is technically the second time we've seen Bill Taylor. You remember he was at the graduation and they referenced this throughout the episode, but he was played by an uncredited extra and kind of a very different type, sort of a a portly, balding old man that was like, no lines or anything. (laughs) This Bill Taylor makes a lot more sense to me. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, this, for this sure. Is sort of like the store brand James Garner rolling into town, and that that makes a lot of sense here. <laughs> uh, but he does—he plays Bill. We'll see him several more times. He also played Mac McBride on Melrose Place. Uh, he's a legendary soap actor, so he's been in tons of things: Sunset Beach, General Hospital, things like that. Uh, weird little curio here—he voiced Hawkeye in the '90s Iron Man cartoon, the Iron Man huh. cartoon of my youth. Was old John Riley here? Other cast members, we have Roger Corman as himself, the King of Schlock, right here on the screen. So that I, was kind of fun.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen a Roger Corman mm. film.
0: Well, he's a legendary producer, and dir- I think he directs some too, but most primarily a producer, an executive producer. Uh, his thing was like, ooh, let's get out. You know, basically was like if Michael Bay was really good with keeping things <laughs> low budget, but still action-packed. <laughs>
1: Which he's not.
0: (laughs) Which he's not. But yeah, I mean, he was just like, let's do it cheap. Let's do it fast. Let's do it fun. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Of note, he sort of launched the directing career of Ron Howard. Ron Howard uh, was like, okay, I want to direct a film. And Roger Corman's like, okay, you can direct a film, but you also have to star in it. And you have to star in this other film. And here's the title. Your film's going to be Grand Theft Auto. Do it whatever you want. And so Ron (laughs) Howard agreed to do it. And so he did these two movies back to back directed one. They're so much fun. Eat My Dust and Grand Theft Auto are just Ron Howard. Both of them just Ron Howard in a car, just like smashing into restaurants and flipping over. And it's so fun. It's just pure mayhem. I love them.
1: That sounds Uh, like a good time.
0: It is a good time. Both of them, particularly Eat My Dust, is a lot of fun. Uh, but Roger Corman also produced the film Unholy Rollers, which is mentioned in the episode. And Joe E. Tata really was in that movie. Was uh, he?
1: See, I wondered. Yeah. I was like, is this real footage? Or are they taking like different Joey Tata footage and yeah. splicing it in.
0: I kind of wondered too, but no Joey Tata actually is in this. He played the role of Marshall in Holy, unholy rollers. I was going to try to watch the movie before we recorded this, but it's hard to find. Mm. I think you have to have like a laser disc or like a Betamax copy of it. So I couldn't, I so could if any it...
1: listeners out there have, yeah, you
0: to me on beta. I'll happily watch it. We have Michael Mack as Dr. Darcy. He played Ensign Hayes in Star Trek Generations. How about that?
1: How about that?
0: Jonathan Terry here is Doctor Levin. <laughs> You're fine. You're totally fine.
1: <laughs> it's nothing <laughs> to worry about. He what? gives him nose. Specific-
0: Come on, you are fine, sir. Uh, he was in Lou Grant and T.J. Hooker. Finally, we have Hannah Swanson as a young Kelly Taylor. She also played a young Kelly Bundy, unmarried with children. Hmm. So there so you go.
1: Her her niche is playing
0: playing young characters named Kelly in the mid '90s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Nice work if you can get it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, let's get into the episode. We start at the Peach Pit, where Steve is putting up posters for his film festival, which Nat, I guess, has taken down some of because he keeps hanging up just posters everywhere. And he Steve is so excited because he says the Pope of Pulp is coming <laughs> to bless the event.
0: Yeah, maybe that's He's... better than King of Schlock, the Pope of yeah. Pulp.
1: <laughs> Pope of Pulp.
0: Yeah.
1: We learn that Kelly is excited because her dad is coming into town and yeah. he says he's moving back to mm-hmm. uh, back to Beverly Hills. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Why would he well, say it if he's not well, going to? Jackie, Jackie's pretty skeptical and yeah. says he has done nothing but disappoint you. So maybe yeah. don't expect too much. Yeah. Kelly says, well, he's always, you know, made sure I'm taken care of. And Jackie's yeah. like, so he's given you money. That's right. Not really the same thing.
0: The way that Kelly kind of throws it back at her is kind of, I don't know. I thought she was too harsh on Jackie. You
1: know, I agree. She's kind of
0: like, this man is an angel.
1: Yeah. And well, Jackie's like, don't come crying to me when yeah. he right. breaks your heart. Right. Yeah. After the intro, Kelly goes to the airport to meet her dad. And by airport, I mean small, private airport kind of thing. Oh, okay. Reminded me of like in uh in Animal Crossing how you have your own little airport that you can fly to other people's <laughs> little islands
0: little. well, I was kind of wondering when she runs in, and she's like, is Bill Taylor's playing here?" And they're like, "Oh, it's just landing. Why don't you run out out there? Yeah I was like, well, and she
1: also just leaves her car in the middle of like the driveway. she just like time, pulls Kendra. right up to the door, gets out, yeah. leaves her car totally there.
0: fine, totally cool.
1: So, yes, his plane just landed. He gets out of the plane. They're so happy to see each other and they are catching up. And he says, Well, what would you think if I moved back? And she says, Welcome home.
0: I think it's a great should idea. should do it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, let's do yep. it. He really is just, it's a night and day difference. He really feels like somebody who would have been married to Jackie. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. On campus, Joe. Has a swollen ankle, so he's got a cane to help him get around. Yeah. Yeah. Don is worried about it, but he says, "You know, ever since my injury, this an happens. old injury. This Do you have happens. an old injury
0: that flares up, Kendra? Got anything like that?
1: Uh, no, yeah, no, not really. Well, you're young, thankfully. Y-
0: you, youth is still on your side. Yeah.
1: I have some, sc- I have some scars. I have a scar on my chin yeah. from uh, when I had to get stitches. Okay, um, I slipped in the yeah. bathtub and just hit my chin right on the side of the bathtub.
0: Honestly, if, they're, if they reboot 90210 again, you still haven't aged out of playing Andrea. You are still younger.
1: Yes, then, <laughs> I can do it.
0: So maybe, you know, I, I'm fingers <laughs> crossed for you.
1: <laughs> Steve got a call from Roger Corman and he has one more movie that he would like Steve to view. Yes. And so he and Claire and Brandon and are going to have a double date at the Walsh House yeah. and watch this movie. Uh-huh. They make a joke. This this scene was felt like a Jason Priestley thing because it felt like they were just kind of r- ripping. But they started talking about cheesy sex or sex with cheese, and right. it was really gross.
0: Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they just yeah. it just felt like they kept. Yeah, kept they're like, you know what? Let's
0: keep it. Let's keep that cheese sex joke in there. People love it,
1: <laughs> Kelly goes to the bathroom at the student union and uh, Claire also goes to the bathroom and Kelly is looking in her purse and she pulls out the little vial of cocaine (laughs) that Valerie gave her and she's like, oh man, I still have this in my purse.
0: Good thinking.
1: Claire says, maybe don't walk around with that in your purse.
0: How about just don't?
1: Just don't, you know, maybe get rid of it. They also talk about her dad being back in town and Kelly is Thinking, you know, I could be getting back a parent, mm-hmm. which would be great. Yeah. At the Peterson School of Fine Arts on campus, Colin is a professor in case we all That's forgot. Right.
0: We were just talking last time. It was like, is he? But here he is.
1: Here he is. Class. Here he is. And Valerie is in his class this semester. Great. Uh, great. I guess it's a drawing class. They're drawing. Yeah. Yeah. He's talk- He's waxing poetic about yeah. crayons and whatever.
0: What a renaissance man. Because yeah. <laughs> by, by being an artist, he can do literally any art form. Yeah. You know, interpretive mm-hmm. dance. Yes, of course. Sculpture. Of course. Of course. Picture perfect portraiture. Yes. Birthday yeah. cake portraits. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it all.
1: It's like how when you say you're a music teacher, people are like, ah, so you can play the saxophone. Right. And sing. And, right. uh, and I'm like, yeah. no, can't do you all can. those things. You can't. So he and Valerie have a conversation after class and he says he's cleaned up his act. He's got it all under control. Great. Even and Ke- Valerie says, even Kelly and Colin says, well, that may take some more time. <laughs> well, clock's, so clock's, and,
0: clock's ticking on that one. But, you know,
1: he and Kelly are still kind of on the outs.
0: On the outs. It's all that cocaine, Kendra.
1: Yeah. It's really all driving a wedge that
0: between cocaine. them. cocaine.
1: At Kelly Donna Claire's, Joe's ankle is still really bothering him. And so he decides that he's going to go to the doctor. About yeah. It the next this week. was
0: a little I found this a little hard to follow. It was like his ankle hurts. And so he goes to the doctor and they're like, go to a cardiologist.
1: Yeah, it's I, I feel like they could have connected that better. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. We
0: will. Sure, we will.
1: At the Walsh House, the two couples are watching Unholy Rollers, which is about sex, a sex-crazed girl joins the ruthless world of roller derby. Yeah. In case you were wondering. I was. Uh, I have been to a roller derby really? match. Is that what you call them? Matches? Don't know.
0: I don't know. I couldn't watch the movie. I tried.
1: Um. Good I boy. won tickets to a roller derby <gasps> match. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. When I lived in New York and yes. I was... So excited number 1 because I won something on the radio yeah, and yeah, number 2 because I had never been to roller derby. Uh so we went, didn't know the rules at all, kind of figured out the rules as we were okay. watching and it yep. was so much fun really? to watch. So highly recommend well, going this? to I don't know, but I highly recommend going to a roller derby match well, I if you can. Cuz it's to. it's really fun to watch. Okay. So they start the movie and they're doing this thing where they read the credits out loud in very loud voices together.
0: Yeah. Is As that like, do. a thi-
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I didn't know if they were like, it was a parody of something. I didn't, I don't know, yeah. but they read the name Nat Benson mm-hmm. in the credits. Yeah. And Brandon says, you know what? That was Nat's stage name <laughs> when he was an actor in the early seventies. Yeah. Could he perhaps be in this movie? Who knows well they fast forward a little and sure enough nat is in the movie in all its 70s glory
0: looking great same haircut exact yeah. same haircut a little darker he got the pinstripe shirt he was pulling it off the wide lapels yeah i it was agree a good look it was a good look
1: they're all very excited to see him in this movie and yeah, steve is excited because now you know there's a star of the movie that can right be there. at this film festival
0: and I'm sorry, Steve is running a film festival for You
1: know, he says it, I think it's for a credit for his a class he's taking.
0: For this okay. is
1: like a final project he's doing okay. for a class. Yeah,
0: okay, sure. That makes sense. Why not?
1: Kelly and what's her dad's name? Bill. I just wrote Bill. I just wrote dad every dad. time. Yeah, that's old Bill. They are driving to dinner bill taught jackie how to drive and how you know funny that was and then they get on the topic of you know they both they both were into drugs but after he left you know jackie really uh fell off the wagon
0: yeah
1: yeah and he says you know
0: wasn't even christmas
1: (laughs) i he says that he's sorry that kelly had to go through that um by herself and he also says that he would like to have dinner with while he's in town.
0: Yeah, a little dinner with Jackie.
1: Yeah. And Kelly thinks that they uh, they could probably arrange that. Uh-huh. In David's dorm room, Valerie is working on a drawing for Colin's class. Right. And she and David are just talking about Colin and, you know, hey, has he gotten over the cocaine thing? And <laughs> how's Kelly with all this? And has Valerie's he gotten
0: over the cocaine thing. Hey, hey, what about Colin? Did he ever uh, get over that cocaine thing? Or no, he's still... Okay.
1: (laughs) They talk about Kelly's dad being in town. And um, David calls back to graduation and says, Oh, I shook his hand at graduation, but that's the only time I've met him. Right. And Valerie shows him her drawing, which I didn't even write down what she was drawing. It was just like random objects. Uh And David says, Let's be thankful you have other talents. Yeah, David. so mean.
0: David. Why does anyone date David?
1: <laughs> I don't <Why>?
0: know. <laughs> okay.
1: At Kelly Donna Claire's, Kelly and her dad arrive, and Donna says hello and makes some tea for everyone. She also says that Colin has been calling nonstop to talk to Kelly. Mm. And For some reason, Bill is so team Colin. Yes. He's like, give him another chance. Who cares if he's been doing cocaine? Everyone needs a second chance.
0: Yeah, he seems to be maybe unintentionally being like, oh, while people let you down sometimes, we should always forgive people who perpetually let you down. Let's forgive all the men in your life who are letting you down, whoever they may be. We don't need to list names. Colin, other people. Colin, your dad. I, I think Just, that's probably what he's
1: if I if I told my dad that I'd been dating a guy who was addicted to cocaine <laughs> and I'm breaking it off my dad would be like oh, good <laughs> That makes <laughs> sense. That makes
0: a lot of sense what you're saying yeah yeah
1: at the condor Brandon answers the phone and it is John calling yeah. for Susan
0: yes because he's in Susan's office he like runs into Susan's office or something and the phone rings and he picks it up thinking yes. it's gonna be business
1: yes Uh, so John wants Brandon to tell Susan that he is going to be in LA a week from Friday. And Brandon's like, sure thing. I will definitely give her that message. But as soon as he hangs up, Susan comes in and says, what did I miss? And Brandon says nothing.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was a weird move on his part.
1: Well, because of course she's going to find out that he hid Uh, that from her. So
0: I guess he just, I don't know. He just panicked in the moment or whatever. Yeah. But when he did that, I was like, dude, bad dude. Yeah. yeah. And apparently they just never talked. Apparently Brandon and Susan never had a conversation where Brandon was like, you know, when you went to the bathroom, he said he was still in love with you and actively here to try to win <laughs> you back. And so I didn't want that to happen because we're a couple. It's like they didn't have that at all. They just like open mouth horse kissed outside the mm-hmm. Walsh house. And never spoke of it again.
1: Yeah. All is and forgiven. I, I
0: don't get it. It's weird.
1: Yeah. At the peach pit, Steve is pitching Nat coming out and introducing the whole unholy rollers before they start the movie. Uh But Nat is completely uninterested in doing this. He says he has no desire to re enter the world of Hollywood. Yes. So it turns turns them down.
0: For reasons that I mean I you know, it's kind of resolved, but I even then I was kinda like, What? So why didn't you wanna I don't know. It was weird.
1: Well, I'm wondering if it will be made more clear later, but yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll never come back maybe, to it.
0: Maybe, yeah. We're just kind of okay.
1: Well, Steve Steve tells Claire he's gonna work on him. He's gonna yeah. try and wear him down.
0: Yeah. He's not and, taking and, no for an answer. I mean at this point Steve's already said it on the radio, right? That Nat's gonna be there.
1: I think so. I think yeah. he's already promised people. Yes. Right.
0: So it's out there in the world.
1: Back on campus, we get a little scene with David and Kelly. Uh, which is mm. always nice it when we nice. get a scene between the two of them. Yeah, they're but
0: siblings sometimes.
1: She tells him that her dad is moving there and she's very excited about that. And David says, Well, Mel has told me some not great things about your dad. So yeah. I hope it goes well. Right. And Kelly says, Well, we're going house hunting today. So, you know, that's a good sign. Yeah. Val- After Kelly walks away, Valerie makes some sort of snide comment. And David says, Well, you should give her a break. And she says, why should I give her a break? She never gives me one. Well, it's true. All right. Joe goes to the doctor's office. The doctor says his ankle is fine. It just needs ice and time to heal. Right. And then he says, well, while you're here, why don't I just check on everything?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so, how healthcare works, Kendra. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you're they aware. Don't, but...
1: They don't bill you for, hmm. for separate things. It's just... No office visit.
0: No. You, you got a sore ankle while well, you're here. I'm just going to set up this echocardiogram real quick. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's Canada.
1: Well, this is the team, Doctor. They have, like, this rapport, so maybe, maybe maybe he's getting, yeah. you know,
0: yeah. maybe he's
1: not paying for, the, for this maybe office not. visit.
0: Maybe not. I mean, someone's definitely paying, but, yeah, maybe not, Joe.
1: So, by checking everything else, he means listening to his breathing. So, mm-hmm. he you know, puts the stethoscope on his back, has him breathe in and out. And he says, I want you to see a cardiologist.
0: Yeah. What a jump.
1: It is kind of a jump to yeah. like, listen for two seconds and be like, maybe you need a specialist. Yeah, you need a specialist. Oh, yeah, well, he, did
0: you hear that? Cardiologist. Give him a call.
1: He tells Joe, there's not, there's nothing wrong with you. Just do this to humor me. Yeah. And Joe, and Joe says, well, Donna's dad is a cardiologist. Maybe I'll just go see him. Yeah. I forgot what kind of doctor uh, John Martin is.
0: He's a cardiologist.
1: Yeah, now I know. Kelly and Bill, is that his name? Bill.
0: It is Bill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kelly and Bill are house hunting, and they have found the perfect house. Yeah, it's very it Walshy
0: is, in its style. It is
1: very Walshy in style. So yes. Walshy
0: in its style, I wonder if they were just in the backyard of the Walsh house, because <laughs> very Possibly. Similar. Very Possibly.
1: Uh, and Bill, he's ready. He's like, drop the lease. Let's Sign do it.
0: Candace is so excited.
1: So excited.
0: Good old Candace.
1: At the Walsh house, Brandon seeks out Valerie for advice and yeah, tells I her that he, <laughs> he got it. this message, but he didn't tell her. So what yeah. should he What should he do? And okay, she's but, like...
0: But, but, but the funny thing here is that Brandon's like, I don't know. It's this whole Jonathan Susan thing. I need your advice. And Valerie's like, wow. Okay, thank you. And he's like, well, but I need, like, the evil part of you to give me advice. And she's Devious.
1: Like, oh, fine, that's okay, fine, that's okay. the word he He's he like, whatever, uses, bring it yeah. on.
0: Her plan <laughs> is very good, I have it's, to say.
1: It's brilliant.
0: She says it's, basically just, like, go and write a note and just, like, toss it on her desk somewhere. And when she asks, be like, oh, yeah, it's here somewhere. Boom. Perfect. Perfection.
1: Perfection. I mean, it's uh, it's concerning how easily she can come up with these uh, things.
0: True. You know,
1: things. And a better but.
0: solution might have been like, hey, you know what? I, I took a message Jonathan called the other day. I forgot I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, you know. forgot to
1: tell you. Yeah. 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 Well. Whatever. Brandon Brandon's gonna try the the note yeah. on the desk. Yeah. We have a quick little scene where Kelly and Bill are driving together and he's basically just telling her again to give Colin a second chance. Yeah, And she's like, okay, well, we are in his neighborhood, so let's stop by and see him. Yeah,
0: yeah, he'll probably be sober. Why not?
1: <laughs> well, cut to Colin's house, where he's trying to paint. It's not going well, so he uh, does a couple bumps of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. A couple big bumps, I, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. And then literally two seconds later, Kelly and her dad are at the door.
0: And it works. I guess that's why you snort it, right? Instant... Inst- i know i you, <laughs> you know, know I, what i'm talking about kendra come on because i mean i've right never away, done cocaine
1: but i was like how quickly okay. do you do you get high once you once you do it yeah but but kelly automatically is like oh you're and i kind of thought for a minute
0: that it was going to be like the reverse i thought bill was going to be like okay yeah i okay i see what's going on here and kind of like get kelly out but no bill's like i want to buy all your paintings i love this place what a life what a life you live colin
1: Let's give him a second chance let's
0: do it third or fourth even
1: yeah kelly's kelly's over it she says the holidays are over and so So are we and she and her dad leave and then we see colin angrily like pour out the rest of the cocaine onto the table are we to assume he's about to do all of that i guess that just seems like a lot i mean he just did two bumps and he's gonna do the rest of the bottle yeah
0: it's just so casually calling them bumps, Kendra. Jeez, you're like Scarface up in here. I,
1: I assume that's the right uh, terminology. Okay. Right. I I only assume. Well,
0: you're probably right. You're probably right.
1: <laughs> At the condor the next day, Brandon walks into Susan's office and she's on the phone with John.
0: Jaybird, yeah.
1: Now, this is not when he slips the note in there, right? Had he already done it earlier that day?
0: Unclear. I couldn't tell if he was doing sort of a like, there's nothing in my hand. You see, there's nothing in my hand. And sliding it in as he pulled it out, couldn't quite tell.
1: I couldn't quite tell either.
0: It's there nonetheless.
1: But Susan and John are having such a nice conversation. And then he asked, did Brandon give you my message? Which Susan did not get the message. So she calls Brandon in after she gets off the phone and, you know, is ready to chew him out. But he's like, I left a note on your desk. How can you you possibly see anything with all this stuff on your desk? And then he pulls it out of the the stack of papers. Yep. And she's so embarrassed.
0: Yeah. Oh, how could she have thought? And he just is
1: like, yeah, you idiot. Yeah. (laughs) I left it on your desk. No apology. No apology necessary. Mm
0: -mm.
1: Back on campus, Joe tells Donna about the doctor and saying his ankle is fine and then he makes up this story about one of his coaches yeah, needs to see a cardiologist i don't get
0: that one that was kind of a weird because i mean later he's just like hey by the way i lied about that <laughs> so i'm like why why did we do this at all but
1: i guess because he didn't want to worry her needlessly but then he does need to worry her i don't right. know right yeah but she's like yeah just have him call my dad he'll give him an appointment
0: Thank goodness there's all these men to protect Donna. You know? I know. know. I
1: know. What would if she Donna do? Donna
0: had to feel emotions or live a life in her own terms. I can't even imagine.
1: <laughs> At the peach pit, Steve comes over to get some coffee for the people who are setting up the film festival next door. And he badgers Nat some more mm-hmm. about, you know, why don't you want to do this? Why did you like, why did you walk away? And then he guesses. Was it a woman, Love. which Nat Nat does not deny, uh, but Nat does not want to talk about it. He no, says, definitely. you know, send my best to Roger Corman. Good luck with your film festival, but I'm out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So that night, it is time for the film festival to begin. Valerie intru- welcomes everyone to the film festival, introduces Steve, who then welcomes everyone and introduces Roger Corman, who then comes out and introduces the movie. Mm-hmm. Which is Unholy Rollers. Unholy Rollers. Yep. So everyone is watching the movie. And the gang who hadn't seen the movie yet is very excited to see Nat on the screen. Then a woman comes up to Steve and asks, is Nat Benson going to be here? And Steve has to say, oh, no, that that didn't work out. And... She says, oh, it's been 25 years since I've seen Nat, and we worked on this movie together. And so Steve puts two and two together. And we also learn that they were engaged.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not just a thing, but engaged.
1: To be married. Yes, to be wed. And then she says her name is Joan Diamond.
0: Joan Diamond. Hollywood
1: movie star.
0: She's I, Joan Diamond. (laughs) Diamond.
1: So Steve takes her over to the peach pit and reunites her with Nat, who is so excited to see her. Yeah. They They're do. So a
0: li- <laughs> Joni, is that you? Nat. Yeah.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> she says, you know, she's married and then divorced. She has three kids. She's a grandma. And Nat's, you know, she's like, Oh, you took over for your dad then with the restaurant. And, he says he he kind of had to yeah uh, because of you know what happened He's with, his,
0: with dad. his dad sick, yeah
1: yeah and she says well you were just such a good actor you know if you had just gotten your lucky break he, he was like i wouldn't even be here if i had just been in that one that one role that picture. i needed that one picture um but they decided to hang out the rest of the night and catch up
0: so that's nice, nice. Yeah, it's a fun little moment where she's like, well, I do want to watch the movie. And he was like, oh, hell, I know how it ends. (laughs) (laughs) Old love.
1: All right. Jackie, Bill and Kelly are all out to dinner together.
0: Kendra, I got to tell you, as you know, I'm a child of divorce. And I always was delighted when my parents were together when it was like just the three of us. So really? Oh, yes.
1: I feel like that can go either way with Children of divorce. You no, can either...
0: I, you know, I got to give props to them because they always got along with with each other and were always like nice about each other. So on those times when it was like just the three of us, I always thought that that was cool. So I, I understood what Kelly nice. was feeling in this moment.
1: Nice. <laughs> Jackie tells Bill she's been sober for five years, which he's very proud that yeah. she was able to do that. Uh, they talk about the house that he's buying is in Beverly Glen, which is where they lived uh, when Kelly yeah, was when Kelly very was, yeah. young. Mm-hmm. And they do a toast to each other, and Kelly is Kelly's just happy. She's just yeah. happy to have living both of them there, life. living their best lives, and she's living her best life. Absolutely. Back at the Peach Pit after dark, Colin comes in hot, wanting to talk to Valerie, pulls her away from David, and demands his cocaine back that yes. he had given her.
0: Yeah. The cocaine that she's been supposedly holding on to all this time. He's like, well, I'm out baby. And I want more of it.
1: Yep. But Valerie says she doesn't have it anymore. She gave it to Kelly and Colin is of course, very upset yeah, that she happy. has done this.
0: Not happy at all.
1: At Kelly, Donna Claire's Kelly is talking to Donna about the dinner. She just had with her parents and she said, "It's it's like her dad finally grew up. It was just, yes. it's just very nice." Joe then calls and says that he can't make. So this is the next morning. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. For setting, Joe calls. He was supposed to come over for a study date with Donna, but he says he makes up some excuse. But he's actually at Doctor Martin's office he, I mean, for he an just appointment. Says,
0: oh no, bad planning on my part. I have another thing. And she was yeah. like, "Oh, well, he has another thing." Okay,
1: <laughs> a thing. Over at Colin's house, Valerie calls him and wakes him up to tell him, "Hey, you're supposed to be teaching a class right now."
0: Yeah,
1: he overslept, and he says uh, he's going to take a personal day. Yep. He was he was painting all night, and he's very tired. But then we see after he hangs up that there's just a, a blank canvas. He yep. hasn't been he hasn't yeah, been painting I nothing.
0: Thought, yeah, I thought there was going to be a picture or something, so I thought that was a pretty decent fake out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Over at the Beverly Glen house, they are, Kelly and Candace, the realtor, are waiting for Bill to show up to sign the lease. And Candace is like, is this a blonde thing? Did we, do we have the wrong time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of like that.
1: Um, but they can't, she can't wait anymore. She has another appointment. So she says, you know, call me. We'll do this tomorrow. Yeah, if, she's if like, if you still, still wants the house. The house. No
0: big deal. And Kelly's like, oh my gosh, of course he does. Ha ha ha.
1: Back on campus, Joe now tells Donna that he actually went to her dad for an appointment.
0: Like, I really
1: and (laughs) Dr. Martin says that there is something wrong with his heart. He has uh, a congenital heart defect is what he thinks it is. Mm hmm uh Joe says that the the team, the coaches, and the the team doctors want him to get a second opinion. right which John is like, "Of course, you should always get a second opinion
0: Definitely.
1: um, and she is going to go with him to his second opinion appointment.
0: I mean, this was a small scene, but I thought Tori Spelling's acting was really solid here when she was kind of like concerned and like, oh my gosh, you know I don't know. Something about it I thought was a little bit more genuine than she typically gets. so,
1: yeah, you know, i I know what you mean.
0: I feel like I'm usually ragging on her. So whenever there's a shining moment, I got to I got to emphasize.
1: Kelly is now in her car and she tries calling her dad at his hotel only to learn that he checked out that morning. Checked out of his hotel.
0: This whole thing is just mind numbing. It's just such a head scratcher. I don't get it. But yes, he checked out of his hotel.
1: You don't get why he did it? No, not really. No, I don't either. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so it's cruel.
0: It's just cruel. cruel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At the Peach Pit. So she like, sorry, she whips her car around. She's right. she's going to see what's going on. Yeah. At the Peach Pit, Steve and Claire uh are talking about Joan and uh how cool it was that she showed up and um they're talking to to Nat about it too. Um and Nat gives him a great big kiss uh <laughs> cuz he's so happy to be reunited yeah. with Joan. Yeah. The film festival was a success and Nat thinks Steve and Claire are great together. So that's nice. Yeah. Then Susan and Brandon come in and he Brandon's like trying to make up plans for next weekend to keep Susan busy. Right. And she he's I, like, You're not busy, are you? You're not gonna be hanging out with Jonathan, are you? And she says, No, she's not.
0: I don't understand what they're doing, I guess. I they're just so weird about this.
1: I know. I, I don't get it either. At the new doctor's office, uh, he has a very different opinion than Dr. Martin. He's like, it's an anomaly. It's fa- it's fine.
0: This guy is so funny. He's like, well, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you're young. So if there is something, it's probably just like a joke. <laughs> so I <that> should <laughs> get it out there.
1: He's like, you know, play football. Yeah, you're good drink to and go. operate a
0: forklift while taking medication. <laughs> Whatever, you're young.
1: Yeah. So Joe comes to tell Donna, hey, your dad was wrong. Good news. She takes and,
0: it like a champ also. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's kind of like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness my dad's an idiot. She's not like, uh, wait a minute. She yeah. Really well, is.
1: as they're hugging, you can see her face is like kind of confused and worried. Yeah. Because she yeah, knows that her, she yeah. knows her dad is a good doctor. Yeah. So, So Kelly drives to the airport and it's I like how they, like, mirrored the scene from the beginning. No, she, like, good. pulls into the driveway, gets out, but she, like, pushes her way through the door. She asks the same guy about the same plane, and then she runs out the door to see that his plane is gone. It's gone. And she's so yeah. sad. She just stands there and cries.
0: Yeah. It's so definitely sad. a sad moment. Yep.
1: So when she gets back to her house, there are flowers and a note that says, a great textile deal came up that he couldn't pass up. And there's a check in the envelope and he says, buy yourself a present and the I'll see for you in
0: it. A- $3,000, by the way,
1: a lot. It's a lot That's of money. A lot. So Kelly sits in her room sadly, and then she s- sees the bottle of cocaine Yeah. and she decides to snort the cocaine using the check that her dad gave her.
0: She's like, thanks dad. While she's rolling the check up. And then straws that Coke up her pretty little nose. I don't know. Kendra.
1: Oh, Kelly.
0: I don't know. I don't know if we're there. I don't know that this is enough.
1: I don't fully believe that that's the decision she would
0: make.
1: I don't know. It was kind Uh, of a jump for me.
0: Yeah. I just think it would take something pretty catastrophic to get her in that place. And I just don't feel like the, uh, I don't feel like it was earned, I guess. Yeah. You know? Like, if it would have, if I don't know, if you would have made her and Colin's relationship a little bit more like toxic, where she's kind of pulled into his bad habits and stuff like that. But she has just been this wall of like, no, don't do this. I hate this about every bad thing she's learned about him. The only thing I think that's kind of out there is that we find out that she did know that this, that he had this in his past. Like, that's the only thing. But I feel like Bill Taylor just like doing what Bill Taylor's going to do. And her jumping right to snorting cocaine.
1: It's a big jump. I don't know. Is this what jumping the shark is? What's it the definition be. of jumping the shark?
0: It may, it's when you do a cocaine shot using your dad's check, I think. Oh, it's, wow. Okay, yeah. exactly. It is, it is specific in that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, Kendra, what was your 90210 snap?
1: Ooh, it might be that last scene Yeah. with her snorting the cocaine. Yeah. Because it's just, it, I I was surprised. I was surprised that that she went for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, rewatching the episode when Valerie,
1: now. yeah, when Valerie gave her the cocaine last episode, in nowhere in my mind did I think Kelly's going to do this. I mean, Kelly's going to use this cocaine.
0: I will say, her having it in the previous episode, and then her sort of flashing it early on is like narratively kind of a signal to like this is going to come into play again so in that sense i feel like the fact that she has the cocaine was kind of the groundwork was laid there but i just think emotionally it wasn't severe enough for her to do it yeah i don't know i don't know that that was that didn't sit quite right with me but i agree i mean that's the 90210 snap it's got to be it's so dramatic uh verdict on the episode what do you think
1: I thought it was fine. I I yeah. liked all the film festival stuff and the yeah. Nat I liked the Nat storyline. I mean, I was, you know, more emotional, emotionally connected to the Nat storyline yeah. because he just passed away this week, but uh yeah, I thought it was I mean, I don't know what they're doing with Brandon and Susan. It's just kind of weird it that they're weird. in this like triangle that this very like they all know what's going on, but they're not addressing it kind of thing. It's just yeah. weird so i don't know
0: i don't know if they're like resistant to a triangle because they so famously did triangles but yeah. i guess like you have you know you have dylan Brenda kelly obviously is like that's the one but then even dylan kelly brandon is another pretty big moment in the series and now we're kind of doing this like brandon susan and this random guest star i don't know <laughs> it just doesn't yeah it's like whatever and he <laughs> It'd be one thing if they had some like amazing chemistry, but he is just such a like walking soap opera that it just doesn't. It doesn't connect. So I don't know. I like the episode, too. I think I agree with you. I mean, I liked having extra Nat stuff right as we got the sad news and coming off of the New Year's episode, which was just like a turd in a swimming pool. I mean, this was uh, a lot better.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time watching it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh Kendra you can catch me every other week on this Andorian Life a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile network. Woo! Kendra We're going to do a Star Trek day special and I'm I'm very excited about it. So uh we're, we're when re- is that? Re- it's September 8th I want to say. And that's when that episode's going to drop September 8th 2022. And uh it's nice yeah, it was fun. It was fun to uh, switch gears for one episode. So go and check that out. What about you Kendra? What's up with you? Uh, i
1: am miss musicbox 91 on twitter and i am also the co-host of the podcast 90s music got me like yeah uh where we talk 90s music uh most recently we talked about mambo no. number five i haven't Liga. heard that
0: one i haven't heard that one yet but i'm excited to listen to it
1: it's it's a goofy it's okay. a goofy one we were I'm in ready. a goofy mood when I'm we ready. recorded that so okay, okay. It's a good time
0: so that's what you can do in the meantime. But next week, you can join us right here as we continue our 902 and 0 journey, surging into 1996 with season six, episode 18 Snowbound. <laughs>
1: 902 and here we go.
0: Joan Diamond.
1: <laughs> it's Diamond, see? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's what I love and it's who I am.